0: Wah! It's spooky season Hey everybody How's it going? I don't know why I'm talking like that voice <laughs> It's a horrible voice <laughs> Oh God. It's a spooky voice <laughs> It's a spooky voice <laughs> You know what's spooky? Being in a relaxation ASMR video <laughs> Hey guys Oh yeah How do you feel? Would you like to hear me crunch a pickle for a while? Crunch, crunch, crunch. Do you watch those? No, not the ones. I have listened to like shower sounds and dishwasher sounds because oh, yeah. that really relaxes me. And I just, so I have a playlist on my Spotify. Oh hi again, but i usually do the <laughs> intro before I go the on. Sounds good. Welcome to Northern Frights. I'm Anna. I'm Alyssa. We're in a podcast that discusses true crime and paranormal stories throughout the Midwest, specifically Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, North and South Dakota, not Northern and Southern Dakota, mm-hmm. and some other states in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I listen to like shower sounds and dishwasher sounds and I've got a playlist on my Spotify account and I was like... Maybe I could listen to that while I'm working. I'm like, no, you'll fall asleep.
1: <laughs> Is that your like sleepy time? Yeah, like, that's a, like, good to know. So there's water. What'd you say?
0: Waterfalls. Uh, it's uh, showers and yeah, dishwashers. Dishwasher. That's interesting. Yeah, it's just like kind of like clunk, whoosh, clunk, whoosh, clunk. <laughs> I like it. It's really relaxing. What's your playlist? What's your playlist? <laughs> Dishwashers! <laughs> <laughs> and showers. And showers. That's good. I like the sound of rushing
1: water. Actually, <laughs> it makes sense. It does. Because i thinking about a dishwasher. It's like, it's the same noise yeah. over, over, and over and over.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah, until like a fork falls or something. Then it's like, clunk!
1: Clunk, Yeah. Or if you have the buzzer on, then you're yeah. like, yeah. relaxed And
0: it. <laughs> 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 Things here. Do you want to
1: go first with your notesy things
0: or you want me to go here first with my notesy I things? I have other stuff first. Okay. And because somehow
1: recently I got both digests for July and August MUFON oh, okay. stats. And we'll just right. do it quick. I'm not giving all of the stats like I normally would. Mm-hmm. But MUFON, just for those who don't know, is Mutual UFO Network. In July, we had seven hundred and sixty-nine new UFO sightings. Wow! The U.S. had the bulk of them at six hundred and twelve. Mm-hmm. Canada, which we have some listeners mm-hmm. at, in, our uh, we had forty-seven in Canada. In the U.K., we had twenty-nine. Oh my. France awesome. has twenty-five. Oh. Germany six. Mm-hmm. Australia two. And our Finland listeners, we had zero.
0: Mm-hmm. Peel your eyes. Keep your eyes to the skies. To the skies. Oh.
1: Our shapes were the top three were circle, sphere, and other. I like
0: other. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a, one thing about other. After you go through the statistics.
1: Okay. Um, sightings occurred. Um, the amount of sightings that occurred in less than 100 feet is 65, so that's really a lot. Wow. And then my favorite is we had 22 entities. God, I need <laughs> more information
0: about these entities. What do they look like? What do they sound like?
1: Are I'll they, give you is no it like entity? Elf,
0: Or is it more like Predator? What, what are we looking at here?
1: <laughs> For August, we had six hundred and forty-five. Mm-hmm. Again, the bulk in the U.S. with mm-hmm. five hundred and eighteen. We had sixty-nine that were within a hundred feet mm-hmm. and nine entities. Mm-hmm. Should I just do my little spiel thing? I was gonna say. Yes. Is I went on um, Mufan's website and I was thinking of signing up at least temporarily. It's about six dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna first email them on their cancellation policy or how okay. they handle that because I couldn't find it and I just wanna be aware of what it is. Yes. Um, but from there I think I'll be able to go in and look at detailed reports. Oh. So I was thinking good. next time or at least this month, I will
0: get in there and try to find some entity descriptions Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so much. Maybe if we get sponsors someday, Ooh. we could use that money to do that. We just need six
1: dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Will monthly. you give us six dollars, towards uh,
1: Move um,
0: Cult membership or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I'm done. You're done. Okay. That's well, the only the the thing that I was gonna say about other yeah. is you know how in the bathroom like in our our at work here yeah. um it's got that bottle the spray bottle mm-hmm. it's like peroxide multi-purpose cleaner or whatever yeah. So it's like eight percent hydrogen peroxide and ninety two percent other. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this other? Like, what's inside of it? I kind of want to know before Alien I like juice. start to spray it." Alien juice. That disinfects. Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> what could it be? Just I mean, miscellaneous stuff.
0: Well, that's kind of what I want to know. Is like, is I'm it like clean? clean? Well, there's if you put like too much of that stuff together, it comes like comes a like, gas basically. Yeah. Which I'm guessing. It's Probably not. Like it's not like the school is just like you know what? Let's <laughs> get some of me. that. I don't That's care what's in nice it. <laughs> we need some new people for <laughs> cheap. <laughs> All right. So I've got a few things here. Okay. I'm gonna start. Number one, spooky season has officially begun. So yes. everybody, congratulations. We've made it to spooky season. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um. Let's see here. Yesterday, I took. A walk mm-hmm. and as I was on my walk, I decided to take a new route. Yes. So I'm walking, 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 and I get up to this area by this lake by my house, and all of a sudden I see a bunch of Canadian geese. Okay. And as we all know, they're the devil incarnate. <laughs> they were created by the devil himself, brought forth <laughs> from the underground, and said, Fly, my pretties. <laughs> That's what they should have had in The Wizard of Oz. Like just flying monkeys. monkeys. just geese. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm walking and I see these geese and I'm like, oh crap, I have to like walk by these geese. And they're like literally like on one side of me and then the other side of me. And I'm just like, i I feel like I was walking through like gang territory. I'm just like, oh boy. You probably were. I kind of felt like this. And I'm like trying to like take a footage of it, just like show people. And as I get past, I, like, look back, and they're, like, looking at me, like, oh, yeah. excuse you. <laughs> this is our territory. You did not ask you to, <laughs> to be photographed. And also, you did not ask to be able to walk through our territory. Mm-hmm. So I could never walk through the park again. You got kicked out. Got kicked you heard out. the warning. I got warned. And you will hate it. Yeah. Never again. But then after the walk, I, we decided to go to Dairy Queen. Yeah. As one does, because mm-hmm. they have all their fall flavors out now. You like,
1: exercised, you get a. Little I get
0: warm. a treat. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> balance. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got all their fall flavors out now, including the pumpkin pie blizzard, which is
1: very good. Delicious. I don't even like pumpkin pie. <gasps> <gasps> and I, oh. like, I like the blizzard though. It's so
0: good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they have it set up so like you walk in one door and then you're supposed to walk out the other door, but I did not realize that until I was going through the first door yeah. yeah. So I was just like running through it, just like, I'm sorry! I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> idiot! <laughs> so I'm like, I've, I've been kicked out of the park by geese. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> going to be kicked out of Dairy Queen. <laughs> they have your picture on there. Have you seen this woman? Not
1: allowed.
0: Not allowed. Can't read. I also wanted to point out um, the difference between... So we're from Minnesota, which has caribou. Yeah. Caribou has a pumpkin white mocha cooler. Okay. That versus a Starbucks PSL, pumpkin spice latte, far superior.
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay. First of all, you have an acronym, PSL. And It's,
0: it's well known. <laughs> it is. Okay. It's yeah, not just me being like, PSL. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is like well known to like to just spooky eat. season drinks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The PSL. Okay.
1: So pumpkin <laughs> Spice latte mm-hmm. at Starbucks yep. is not as good it's as a pumpkin carabin- white mocha cool right. character. Yeah. Good to
0: know. Pumpkin okay. white spice latte tastes like throw up in a cup. Yes. Pumpkin white mocha tastes like delicious pumpkin pie <laughs> with white chocolate in a cup.
1: Now I sort of want to get one of each and just taste, taste it next yeah. to each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Far superior. Good person I just walked by i sound like <laughs> don't see me. <laughs> Close your eyes. You want No, not here. It's <laughs> like okay. Then um, the last two things. If you are a fan of the show Fargo, mm-hmm. the new season starts on September twenty seventh mm-hmm. on FX. It's got Chris Rock in it oh, cool. and Jason Schwartzman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that looks really good. It's supposed to take place in Kansas City, and I think the fifties or sixties. And they're like different mobs oh, of the city. I love mobs. I love mobs.
1: Stories of the mobs. Mobs are great.
0: So is it a new,
1: same show obviously, yeah. but...
0: It's kind of like American Horror Story. Okay. It's like different okay. things going on, different seasons. So they all awesome. kind of tie together in a weird way. FX
1: and it's Fargo. Okay. Fargo.
0: Fargo A. Yep. And the last thing is um, on September 7th on Travel Channel, there's going to be a documentary about Ed Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Wait, who? Ed and Lorraine Warren. Why do I know the names? You remember know from The Conjuring? No. What? You never saw The Conjuring? I think I have, but I don't remember it. Oh okay, so they're so for those of you who don't know who they are. <laughs> wow. Um, they're like kind of like the original ghost hunter, demonologist people. Like she was a medium and he was just like a ghost hunter, just a like ghost hunter. <laughs> if you remember from The Conjuring, it's Patrick Wilson's character and Vera Farmiga's character where they go and help a family whose house was super haunted. Yeah. So, it's re- it looks really good. I cannot remember the name of it. It's like something devil, blah, 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 blah. Should I look really good? Yeah.
1: I travel, Is it on... Google travel Channel?
0: Travel Channel. We're, just, we're Googling, we're Googling. We're doing the Google. We're doing the Goops. Googie googoo goop, goop. Go. So it's we on September 7th.
1: Yep. Just trying to see if that'll help a Google search. Yeah. New Shock Docs series. That's what it says. Okay. Okay. Let's see what it's called.
0: Oh, it's called Shock Docs. That's what it's called? Yep. I feel like that's
1: not right. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it says one is called Devil's Road. That's it. The True Story of Ed and Lorraine Warren. That's okay. it. There it is. So it started, it's on uh, September 7th yep. at... 8 p.m. Central.
0: Okay. On Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Devil's Road. Devil's Road. For those of you who do not live in the U.S., I don't know what time that means for you. So mm-hmm. just Google it yourself. <laughs> do the Google. Do the Google. I'll, I'll, I'll record. All right. That's, those are my fun things I have
1: for the week. What? Okay. Oh, I thought
0: there was somebody walking by again. I was like, no.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one update and then we can do cases okay. stories did i already give this update i couldn't find it in my notes did i tell you an update on angela armstrong
0: no was mm-hmm. angela armstrong
1: so she was the mom who had gone missing in sioux falls south dakota she had left um i did this as a case she uh, had left at like midnight said yeah. hey son i'll see you in a bit or i'll yeah. be back yep. disappeared uh approximately if i'm remembering correctly three months yeah, three months or three weeks mm-hmm. later, she was found in a garage. Yep. Well, it was determined to be a suicide.
0: Oh, no. Yeah.
1: So they investigated it, and um, they determined it is suicide.
0: Oh, that's sad.
1: Yeah. So they didn't find anything, like, within the house, or, you know, like, notes or anything that yeah. said any reasons.
0: Interesting. But, so there's a case update. Interesting. hmm Okay. That's sad. Well let's just uh, go into some stuff. Sorry guys. Some people don't respect our art apparently. <laughs> oh my god. Slam, slap, slam, Okay.
1: okay. Zipping wood.
0: Zip.
1: Alright, who wants to go first? Oh. On the okay. count of three. One, two, three. Paper beats rock, I go first. Uh-huh. I was that's not right. Thumb up. Put the thumb down. i are not playing heads up,
0: thumbs up. Heads up, seven up. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right. What you All write? right. So I have a haunted house today. Yeah. Summerwind Mansion, which is a really creepy name for a place. Summerwind. Summerwind. So I got a lot of my resources from the show A Haunting, um, and there's also an article from thrillist.com, the most haunted places in Wisconsin. So that tells you where this is taking place. Mm-hmm. And then from the article, Villa County's Haunted Summerwind Mansion, which is from WXPR.org. Excellent. So, yeah. Let's begin. Yum, yum, yum. So Summerwind is originally called the Lamont Mansion. It was built in 1916 in Lando Lakes, Wisconsin, as a summer home. Other sources say that it was built as a fishing launch. Um, sits on the edge of West Bay Lake, which is on the border between Northwestern, or excuse me, northeastern Wisconsin and Michigan. It's so like right on that line there. Okay. It was purchased by Robert Patterson Lamont in 1916, where he had it remodeled by architects from Chicago. Fancy. Yeah. And he went on to become like the secretary of. Commerce? State? Something like that? For a president that I can't remember, (laughs) and I probably should have written down. (laughs) 1916. 1916! Uh, It was believed to have been haunted right from the start. Servants of the the Lamonts claimed to hear voices while working in the mansion. One night, what appeared to be an intruder was seen in the kitchen, and Robert shot two fires from his pistol at the figure... But instead of going into the figure, they went into the basement door behind him. Wow. Um, they realized that the figure was a ghost, and the family let, fled the property, never to return. Wow. This is supposedly like a legend, because it was never like, written down by Robert Lamont. Okay. But obviously, we're going to pretend that it is true. It is true. It's true. The mansion stood empty until um, the 1930s, or through the 1930s, but was bought by a family named Kiefer in the 40s. They used the property as a summer home. The matriarch of the family, according to legend, was afraid of the house and avoided going into it at all costs. The family attempted to sell the home many times, but were not successful until the 60s, when they sold it to Arnold and Ginger Hinshaw. During their time there, the the Hinshaws, claimed that paranormal activity began to explode. They also claimed to hear disembodied voices mumbling in dark hallways. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt cold gusts of wind, objects moving on their own, and unexplained whispers. The Hinshaws and their family claimed to see bag sh- big shapes. Bag vague shapes. Bag shapes. Oh boy. fake shapes and shadows Mm -hmm. flickering down the hallway. They also claimed to have seen a woman floating back and forth past some French doors that led to their dining room. Mm -hmm. They also said that appliances would break and then repair themselves before servicemen would arrive. What the heck? A window would raise and lower itself at all hours, driving Arnold to nail the window shut. When the Hinshots tried to get people to come out to work on the mansion, they refused, either claiming to be ill or too afraid to come out there. Tired of not being able to get help um, but still wanting to make the best of the home, Arnold and Ginger decided to do the work themselves. Now the following is like word for word from haunting.fandom.com okay. and details what happened next. One day they began, pe- let's start this again. <laughs> Reset. One day they began painting a closet in one of the bedrooms. A large shoe drawer was installed in the closet's back wall and Arnold pulled it out so that he could paint around the edges of the frame. When he did, he noticed that there seemed to be a large, dark space behind the drawer. Ginger brought him a flashlight and he wedged himself into the narrow opening as far as his shoulders could go. He looked around with a flashlight and then suddenly jumped back, scrambling away from the opening. He was both frightened and disgusted. There was some sort of corpse jammed into the secret compartment. Believing that an animal had crawled in there and died many years ago, Arnold tried to squeeze back in for a closer look. He couldn't make out much of anything, so when the children came home from school, he recruited his daughter, (laughs) Mary, to get a better look. Get in there. Mary Mary took the flashlight and crawled inside. Moments later, she let out a scream. It was a human corpse. (sighs) She uncovered a skull. Still bearing dirty black hair, a brown arm, and a portion of a leg. Why the Hinchas never contacted the authorities about this body is unknown. Mm. They left the corpse be, and things began to get worse at Summerwind. Obviously, Arnold's sanity began to wear thin, and he eventually—this is not part of the—like I'm the done. Story. With that, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, <laughs> carrying on now. Arnold's sanity began to wear thin, and he eventually had a mental breakdown. He would spend nights pounding away at the organ in the mansion, scaring his family to the point that they would hide and cry in their bedrooms. Ginger attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. All of them left the property, and the two eventually divorced. Ginger moved in with her parents, who were in the area. Um, Ginger remarried, and her parents announced her that they would be buying Summerwind to turn into a restaurant and inn. -hmm. Ginger had never told her parents the full story of Summerwind, so naturally she was horrified at their announcement. Uh, She tried to warn them about the property, but her father, Raymond Bober, that's how it's pronounced. It looks like Bobber, basically, but with only like two Bs, um, had made the decision to just buy it. Knowing the home was haunted, he claimed that the home was haunted by 18th century explorer Jonathan Carver, who explored much of Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. Um, he went on to write a book about their experiences in the home called The Carver Effect, A Paranormal Experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably the, one of the creepiest parts of it and kind of reminds me of the book, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, *The House Next Door. I think I told you about Sounds it. Sounds familiar. Yeah, by Ann Riversidens, I think is so, her name. Um, he claimed that the mansion's room had a supernatural power to change their shape and dimensions at will. Say it again. He claimed that the mansion's rooms oh, right. had a supernatural power to change their shape and dimensions at will. Wow. He would measure rooms one day and find that he could see 150 people in his restaurant and then the next day measured again and find that it would only f- see about half of that number. Jeez,
1: that's a big change. Yeah. But to your eyes, you're assuming that it's, it's the probably, same. Yeah. But when you go to measure-, you measure it,
0: it's like smaller all of a sudden. <laughs> this is my favorite. He also claimed he spoke with Carver in his dreams, through a Ouija board or through trances. Nice. Yeah. So, Ginger and her new husband and some others had gone exploring through the house one day, and when they approached the floor where she had found the corpse, she asked them to stop looking. She told them about the corpse, never having told anyone about it before, and the group went to look after it. Um, her father, husband, and stepson went to the room and looked in the space and found nothing. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it moved on its own or if somebody else moved it. Mm-hmm. So, creepy. Ginger's stepson, Carl, went to the property towards the end of the summer, uh, which is about 1979, I think, if I remember correctly, um, to do some repair work and rid the place of Bats. While upstairs, he heard someone call his name. He went into the hall to see who it was, but no one was there. Mm-hmm. He went downstairs into the front room when all of a sudden he heard two gunshots. He ran into the kitchen where he found the shots and found it filled the room, filled with smoke and the smell of gunpowder. He found no one else in the house but found two bullet holes in the door leading down to the basement. Was this the same door? Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Wow. He realized that they were not new and uh, quickly left the house. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, many more activities happened in the house until the family pretty much abandoned it. Yeah. Um, it became a popular spot for teens to hang out and vandalize. It became run down over the years. Mm-hmm. On June 19th, 1988, the mansion was struck by lightning and burned down. All that remains now of Summerwind is its foundation and many, many ghost stories. <laughs> I like that. And that's the tale of Summerwind very good. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I told my mom, I was like, you know, this house kind of reminds me of that book, and I couldn't remember it at first. I'm like, what oh, is it? It's, a, it's a, uh, The House Next Door, and she was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on my list for books, that's a books list. It's really good. That I sent you. Yesterday. It's a really good book, and it's from, let I me mean, look it up really quick. Yeah, let's look it up. What's it called in? The House Next, the next, house next Door. It's in Rivers. Oh, God, hold on. Sidon? Sidon? Next, yeah. Made into a movie, which did not sound very accurate or close to the actual book. Uh,
1: It's got a four out of five rating on Goodreads.
0: Yeah, it's really good. When is it from? 1978 is when it was published. Okay. And so it's kind of like you kind of wonder if maybe he based his book a little bit off of. Yeah, could be. Um, But it's a yeah, 1978 horror novel by Anne Rivers I thought for that time period, it was pretty progressive. Okay. Like the things that happened in it, so real good. You want a spooky book for a spooky season, it's a good one. Hey, that's good to know. And River? Rivers. Rivers. Rivers, Siddons. Siden's. S-I-D-D-O-N-S. The house next
1: door.
0: The house next door. Very good, Anna. Yay. Clap, clap, clap. Good for us. All,
1: all right. right, my case okay. takes. Pl- um, the conclusion took place. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the conclusion. My
1: case concluded oh, okay. in August. Oh. No. But the um, it started in twenty sixteen. Okay.
0: So it took a class. So we're going on a wild adventure here. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, all right. So I have five sources. Mm-hmm. One's the Green Bay Press Gazette. Mm-hmm. Steg Dot com, yeah. wbay.com, nbc15.com, and then another story by the Green Bay Press Gazette. Yeah. Exciting. All right. So I took all those and smooshed them into one. Yep. <laughs> it's called research, you guys. <laughs> yes. <It's> pretty fun. <laughs> so much fun. All right, so it's Tuesday, June 7, 2016, and Jacob Kayer has just had an argument with his father. And he jumps on his bicycle and rides over to He-Son Teague's house with a backpack full of Mm -hmm. zip ties, Uh duct tape, Uh gloves, knives. Not going well. No. He-Son is the mother of Jacob's ex-girlfriend, Sabrina. Jacob breaks into He-Son's house. And there's not a lot of information about what specifically happens. They go off of um, what Jacob had said. Okay. Um, but we know that Jacob somehow attaches his son to a bathtub oh. by her neck oh. and proceeds to stab and bludgeon oh. her to death.
0: Oh my god. What kind of argument did he have with his dad? That look, okay, just, mm. yes. I know. Good questions.
1: Okay. Never saw it in any articles. Um, we know that Sabrina, um, Teague, and Joe Kennedy, mm-hmm. who is Sabrina's new boyfriend, mm-hmm. arrive at the house at some point, and upon entering the house, immediately notice blood oh,
0: God. Okay.
1: all over. So while they're in the entryway of the house, Jacob leaps out of a hiding place <gasps> and slashes at them with a knife. Oh! Terrible. Jacob then proceeds to um, stab Joel in the arm in the chest and Joel sees that Jacob stabs Sabrina and then during the scuffle, um, Joel finds a shovel and was like able to hit Jacob with it mm-hmm. and while he was sort of incapacitated or stunned or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Joel locks himself in the room and calls 911. Wow. So. Based on just that information alone, he, in order to get a phone call out to 911, he had to leave Sabrina. Oh. So, it sort of fast forwards the story, but the police arrive, mm-hmm. and they use a police dog to try to find Jacob, yeah. um, and in doing so, they find Jacob lying in tall grass, so he's like trying to hide. does mm. Doesn't work, because we have canines. Yeah. Puberinos. <laughs> you got the
0: job done.
1: Yeah. And when Jacob is asked to put his hands up in the air because he might have a knife, Mm -hmm. Jacob says, quote, I don't have the knife. I left it in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Not good for you, sir. After investigating the crime scene, uh, police would go on to describe the house as a, quote, gruesome, bloody scene with bloody footprints throughout. Uh, Yeah, so it's all over. So Jacob had initially told the police that he didn't remember what had happened. Mm -hmm. And had no idea how he ended up in the hospital. Hmm. Then Jacob gave more details stating that he, quote, had attacked Sabrina more than once, quote, and that he had entered the house by going in Sabrina's bedroom window, which was in the basement. So it was probably ground level. And that he had badly hurt or killed someone in the bathroom and he hoped it wasn't Sabrina's mom because she was, quote, the nicest person you'd ever meet, unquote. Sure, he said that. Terrible. Jacob told police that he beat and stabbed Sabrina and while in the same interview, he kept asking police if she was dead. Mm. Which is interesting, mm-hmm. You're not asking if she survived. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jacob remembered stabbing a male that he didn't know and that the male had survived. Jacob also remembered washing his feet in a sink and that he had also turned on showers in two of the home's bathrooms. Mm. And interestingly, so that scuffle happened like in the entryway, Mm -hmm. but Sabrina was found dead in the backyard. Oh, she's dying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mom and daughter. mm -hmm. So, as we already sort of said, Jacob was brought to the hospital um, since he had some injuries and Sergeant Zach Mm Hoschbach reviewed Miranda rights with him twice and both times Jacob waives his rights. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Jacob is charged with two counts of homicide and one count of attempted homicide and burglary. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, he was jailed on a $5 million bond.
0: Dang.
1: Yeah. So in, this happened in 2016. The homicides mm-hmm. didn't, did. And um, interestingly, Jacob had been in some trouble in the recent year or so. Um, because earlier in April 2016, there was um an incident. And during the homicide in June, he was awaiting, I think the right word is awaiting, like, Competency hearing oh. to see if he was able to even stand trial. Stand trial. Wow. Um, in this case, in April 2016, he had jumped bail and resisted arrest. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they also had decided to jail him on mm-hmm. that high bond. Yeah. So while he's awaiting sentencing for the Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Jacob was also awaiting sentencing for a charge in March of 2015 of substantial battery, intending bodily harm and disorderly conduct. For one of Jacob's competency hearings, Jacob accused Judge Tammy Jo Hawk of violating his rights and called her ridiculous. For his murder trial, Dr. Christina Engen, who works for the Wisconsin Forensic Unit, Interviewed Jacob to determine if he was competent to stand trial. And Dr. Ingen determined that Jacob had delusional disorder Mm -hmm. and his contact with reality is impaired. Mm -hmm. Going on to say further that if he were to take medicine, his competency would restore. Jacob had reported to Dr. Ingen that he is unwilling to take medicine because it makes him suicidal. Dr. Ingen believes Jacob doesn't understand the seriousness of the case and charges because Jacob believes he'll be exonerated. And went, um, Dr. Ingen went on to describe Jacob as gleeful when they discussed the case. Ugh. Dr. Ingen stated that, quote, just because someone is found competent before, it doesn't necessarily mean they're competent now. And Jacob has a history of not taking his medicine. So, during the competency hearing, Jacob was contentious, argued with the judge, and threatened to leave. Hmm. I
0: don't know where he's going, but... Yeah, he's gonna go.
1: So, Jacob ends up pleading not guilty due to mental illness. What's interesting is that his trial for the murder trial was delayed six times over four years Hmm. due to Jacob's ability or inability to stand trial. Hmm. And finally, August 2020... Jacob was um, eventually found guilty and was ordered to a mental health facility for life and was also ordered to take medicine or medication. Jacob was also convicted of burglary and two counts of bail jumping. And after finding Jacob guilty, the jury had to decide if he had a mental illness at the time of the incident Mm -hmm. and if that caused him to stack the... to lack the quote, substantial capacity to appreciate the wrongfulness of his conduct or to conform his conduct to the requirements of the law.
0: Mm, that's a mouthful.
1: A mouthful. So they had to decide if he, you know had mental illness and if he was able to understand what he was doing basically. Yeah. So that's what the um judge had told the jury they needed to do was to decide that and after three hours of deliberation juries jurors unanimously (laughs) unanimously agreed that jacob had a mental illness when he committed the crimes but decided tended to that he was not guilty of those crimes by mental disease or defect Mm -hmm. in other words he was guilty but not responsible okay because of his mental illness at the time of the crimes okay So, like I had said, he was ordered to a mental health facility for life in order to take medicine. So, hopefully that will stabilize him.
0: Yeah. It's very sad all around. All around, Mm buddy.
1: So, Sabrina, she was just 25, Mm -hmm. and his son, who was known as Sunny, Mm -hmm. was 63. Mm -hmm. And um, what's interesting about this case was um, it was broadcast, recorded, whatever, um, through the law and crime network which is an account i follow on twitter okay very interesting account it just sort of if they have a live trial they tweet it so it's like all throughout the day it's super interesting if you want it even if it's a case you don't hear of or haven't heard of it somewhere else yeah it's interesting just to see what happens what they say in trials and Mm -hmm. stuff so it's called law and crime network but they also have a YouTube account and it has footage of Jacob's trial, including testimony from Jacob. Mm. So I watched quite a bit of it and it's just very interesting to watch him yeah. because he's like aggressive sometimes, other times he's talking nonsensically, mm. like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go watch that. It's quite, okay. quite good. Good. Well, excellent. Good
0: work. Another great day for us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remembered one other thing. Yeah. Um, because it's just like, and that was a very sad story. And i have not said anything. <laughs> well, good. No, you need
1: to change the vibe.
0: Um, so in October, I think it's October 9th, uh, the new season of Haunting. Well, this one's like Haunting of Bly Manor comes out on Netflix. So it's, it's like the next chapter in The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, so it's Haunting of? Bly Manor, B-L-Y. So it had some of like the same people from like the previous season playing new characters. So it's like the next ins- yeah. installation yes. of Haunting of
1: what was that one, Kalia? Haunting of Hill House. Oh yeah, Hill House.
0: Yeah. Okay. And this one is supposed to be scarier than the first one. That one was real scary. So I'm like, oh no <laughs> I couldn't even
1: get through it. It, it was, was that wild.
0: Oh. It was so good, so scary.
1: Maybe I should retry again.
0: And um like, i got to decorate for Halloween to watch this. And then I'm going to have to be like, oh, I guess i got to sleep downstairs in the living room for the rest of the month here. Whatever. <laughs> this is scary. Good. Good remembering. Yeah. So that's it, gang. Do you have anything else? Is that
1: it? No, I think so. All right. Well, um, we'd love if you were to email us. Yeah. Our email address is northernfrights19 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And additionally... We'd love if you'd leave a five-star review yes. on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see what you have to say about the show. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions, you can put them in the notes or in an email to us. We'd love to see
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some like, listener stories, some suggestions yes. for stories. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to just tell us mean things, please don't. We're both very, <laughs> sensitive, We're very sensitive We'll <laughs> probably cry, <laughs>
1: So unless you're a masochist. Yeah.
0: Don't do it. So that's it, gang. All, All right. I'll right. okay. we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.